The Parsha opens up discussing the voluntary Karbanis, and we're going to discuss a Rashi on that. It says in the Pasuk, On the Pasuk, the beginning of this speaks Parsha, which says, A man, when he will bring a Karban, So Mepharsh Rashi, he explains what does it mean ki yakriv. Ki yakriv means when you will be makriv, which means it's voluntary. Therefore, we are definitely discussing a voluntary carbon. So So what Rashi is trying to say is that from the words of the pasuk that it says ki yakriv. So he's saying, what does ki mean? So one of the ways of translating, and the most common way of translating ki yakriv, is shepurushay im yakriv, that if you will be makriv, meaning is that the bringing of the carbon is totally in the rotsin of the person. So mukhach shemadubar kan ba'inyin hu b'karbanas nadava, shava'asam toloi b'rotsayne shaladim, v'laik b'karbanas sh'yesh alav chayva lahavihem. So it's clear that from this that we're discussing in our parsha, a carbon which is totally in the rotsan of the person, it's not something that you have an obligation to bring. The proof of Rashi that this parsha is talking about a carbon nadava is because he uses the words ki yakriv. Ki means if. So why does Rashi also include in the Divram Aschil Adam and at the end Mikam? The only important words are Kiyakar. And we know, of course, that Rashi only brings those extra words if he's also explaining them. Achakach, Matik Rashi, Menakos of Tevis Adam of Then Rashi, the next Divram Aschil, quotes the word Adam on its own. Umafarish, Lama Nemar. Why does it say this word Adam? Because he says, just like Adam Rishon did not bring any kabanis from something which was stolen, because everything was his. So also you, when you are being makriv, a carbon, it cannot be brought from Gezel. So So what we want to understand now is what was bothering Rashi on the word Adam that he felt that he needed to give this explanation. He says, the question is not, oh, that the word Adam in the Pasuk is extra. Because even though technically we could have just said, when you will bring a carbon, and obviously we know we're talking about a person because animals don't bring carbonus, it's only a person, so it's understood. But as the Rebbe proves, uh, as Rabbi shows, that the derech of the mikrois are always to start off with the word Adam. That's the derech, that's the style of the Pasuk. So you can't ask and say that's an extra word, because that is how the psukim uh, write. Even though in our situation you could differentiate, because it says it seemingly the same thing twice. It says, Adam, he became a man, who will be mockery if he will bring a korban from you. So all you really need to say was one of them. It was that Adam ki of korban, a person who will be mockery of a korban, or ki mikhem Adam, or if one of you who will bring a korban, um, we would understand what it means. So one of them is muta, one of them is extra. So that's a very good question. But that wasn't Rashi's question, as the Rebbe will show. 
אבל על פי זה, הצורך להיות הקושייה, לא אדם לא מנמר, שזה אורך הדקרא. כי מיכם לא מנמר, הוא אומר, according to this, saying אדם is not extra, because we just showed before, the דרך המקרויס, the style of the פסוקים, is to have the word אדם או איש at the beginning. So the real question is, מיכם, why does it have this extra word, מיכם? כי רק כאשר מגיעים לטבס מכאן, מסררר סתמיה, מכאן למה נאמר, לאחר שכבר נאמר אדם. ומלשון רש"י, אדם למה נאמר, מוכח שהכושי היא על טבס אדם. He says, because the question only comes up, because אדם is supposed to be there. Well, then you have מכאן, which is extra. So then רש"י should have asked on those words. But רש"י doesn't say that. רש"י is saying, אדם למה נאמר. The word אדם itself is uh, something interesting about it. So he's, why is he asking on the word אדם? So, לכן צריך לפרש לחיירה כפירוש המפורשים. So, לחיירה, the פשט is הזה. שכוונה זה שרש"י להקשייס, לא מנמר אדם ולא איש. אבל זה מתארת שנקד על לשון אדם למדנו מה אדם ראש נחו. The question of Rashi is, why does you use the word אדם? לחיירה, the word איש, would have been a better fit in our פסק. So, as we will explain later. So, על פי זה, we're asking, that from the lashon, why does it say, uh, uh, therefore he's asking, why does it say Adam? So Rashi explains, because we're trying to connect us, our, ourselves to Adam Rishon, just like Adam Rishon didn't take from Gezel, also we shall not. But the point is, the question of Rashi is, why does it use the word Adam instead of the word Ish? But now we have a few questions on this pshat, if that's how you want to learn what Rashi's question is. Question one, Avot Tzorach Lahavin HaKzak Daitach Tzorach Li Yizdavke Ish V'Lay Adam. He says, what's the Sakadaitach to say, oh, it should have said Ish and not Adam. Both of them are very common in Psukim. So why by using Ish, is it any better than Adam? That's not, that's not uh, very clear. What, what, what was bothering Rashi? And that question number two, Gan Sarach Lahavin, Lama Pirsh Rashi Tchila as the Tevis Adam Kiyakriv. Ba'achakach Tevis Adam. Allah is saying the Bakasif He Adam. Because we also need to understand the order of Rashi. Because Rashi, it says in the passive, Adam ki mikam. So the first word in the passive is Adam. So Rashi should, first should have asked Adam lama nemer. Why does it use this uh, expression of Adam? And then only afterwards he should have explained what does ki mean? That if you will bring a carbon, that means it's a carbon nadava. But Rashi switches it around. So even though, even in the first of Ramaschal, Rashi quotes the words Adam Kiyakrim Yikem, but it's clear what he's trying to explain is the words Kiyakrim. So Lechaira, that should have been the second Divra Maschal and not the first one. And first Rashi should have explained that. So some of Forshim want to say that one question is answered in the second. Meaning is, why does the Lashon of Adam what's bothering Rashi with the expression of Adam? And also, why does Rashi switch around the Seder these questions are answered one by the other, meaning they're both connected. To explain like this, just to say outside what their explanation is, then we'll read it inside. Because there's a second way of reading our Pasuk. But if we didn't have Rashi, how would we read our Pasuk? So it says, Adam kiyak mikem karbon Hashem, a person that has to bring a carbon to Hashem, then he has to bring it according to all the details of the Parsha. Meaning is, Without Rashi, we would think it means a carbon chayva, something that you need to bring. So Adam that needs to bring a carbon to Hashem. Aye, so why would it use the word Adam? Well, it would make a lot of sense, because we know what the Gemara says, that the word Adam means only a yid. Atam krim Adam, le'umas ta'ilam krim Adam. So the reason why it says Adam, because only a yid would ever have 
an achayv, an obligation to bring a carbon. A goy could bring a carbon to dove. He's allowed to bring a carbon to the base of Mikdash if he wants to. It's always optional. But only a yid needs to bring it uh, as a chayva. So therefore, it uses the word adam. And Rashi wouldn't have any issues. But once we understand that the Pasuk is talking about a dava, and we read it, Adam Kiyakrim became a person who wants to bring a carbon, if he wants to bring a carbon to Hashem, then Rashi has a question, why does it say Adam? Adam means only a Yid. Also, even a guy is allowed to bring a carbon. So therefore Rashi explains the reason why he uses Adam is not to come to exclude a guy. No, it's come to tell you that it can't be something stolen. It's coming to connect it to Adam Marish. Let's read it inside. He says, Before we knew that the Pasuk was talking about the Dava, we could have thought that the Pasuk was talking about a carbon chayva, and therefore uses the word Adam and not a Ish, because we need Adam to exclude an Agai. Like the Chazal say, Adam Atem, Atem Krim Adam, Adam Krim Adam. You are a man, but Umasailu are not men. But once we prove that Kiyakriv is referring to a Nadava, that even a Goy is allowed to bring, then Harim Why do we use the word Adam that's excluding a Akum? It doesn't make sense. We know an Akum could bring a carbon Nadava. And therefore, it would have been used better the expression of Ish. So that would explain the two questions on these Mephorshim. The reason why first needs to explain the Dava, because once you understand that it's an Adava, only then in the next Rashi, Rashi can ask, why does it say Adam? It seems like it's extra at this point. But Rashi, the Rebbe does not like this explanation for a few reasons. Aleph. How do we know that only a yid is called Adam? There's no indication that Adam means Dafka Yid. There's there's a Medrash Halacha that tells us this. Uh, and on the contrary, we find many times in the Torah, even before Parshas Svikr, that says uses the word Adam, and it actually means a guy. He says the Pasuk that the Chazal do learn out this rule is, is talking about Tumah. When someone uh, dies in an oil. So the Chazal say only when a Yid dies in an oil are there halachas of Tumah. But on that Pasuk, Rashi doesn't even bring this Medrash Chazal that's talk, that Atam uh, Krim Adam. So it's clear, Pshutei Shal Mikra, there's no indication from the words Adam Kiyomus Ba'el that it's Dafka Yisro. So I have the question comes back. The Chayr, the word Adam, is not extra. Right? Our whole answer that we're trying to say is that once we know it's an Adal, but then Adam is extra. Um, uh, because Adam will be extra because it can't be be used to mimayit a goy, because a goy is allowed to bring in a dava. But according to the Rebbe saying, Adam is not excluding a goy anyway. So there never was a question. It could use ish, it could use uh, Adam. None of them are going to be excluding a goy, so it's, it's not an issue using the word Adam. Base. Meheichen yedina mepashas haksuvim tashasenu, ebefratentim salaymish ha'adam balam miyute akum, 
Sha'akub maybe Kabanas Tadava. So second of all, he says, where do we know from Pshutai Shamikra in our parsha that an Akim is allowed to bring a carbon Nadava? Uh, on the contrary, he says, on our parsha, it doesn't actually include a guy. This is a later parsha, as Rashi explains later, that it says in the Pasik when it's talking about the Kabanis, uh, that you're not allowed to use an animal that has a mum for carbon. It says, that even a guy, you're not allowed to bring a carbon that has a mum. Meaning is that even by them, they have these halachas of not bringing a carbon with a blemish on it. So Rashi says, But we see clear from the Pasik that if you can't take something with a mum, that means that you could take a tamim uh, from a guy. Therefore, it says at the beginning of that parsha, where it's talking about the halachas of a mum by an animal, it says the word ish ish twice. Because the second time is coming to conclude a guy that they're also allowed to bring the Dharam and Davis, these um, voluntary karbanas. So it comes out, since we need a specific Pasik to include a guy, that means without this Pasik, we would never have thought to actually include them. He says, at this point in time, there's no question, because we don't even know that a goy is allowed to bring a carbon dava. So why would Rashi ask over here, in our Pasuk, why does it say, Adam l'chayr, that's being memayat a goy from a carbon dava, and we know a goy is allowed to bring? He says, that's a great question, but it's not a question of our Pasuk. That could be a question that we should ask later on, by Biyad But in our Pasuk, when you're, you're reading it, th- there's no problem with using the word Adam that Rashi right now should ask this question. And Gimel, Al Pianal, Eina Kushil Lama Namar Adam, Kim Eich Namar Adam, the Ma'at Akum, which is Hapechadin. It says also, according to the Shat, that Rashi's issue is how could he use the word Adam, which is a Ma'at and Akum, it should have used the word Ish. He says, the wording is wrong. It shouldn't have said, why does it say Adam? It should have said, how do you use the word Adam? Using the word Adam is hapechadin. It should have said, how do you, we use the word Adam? Not why. The lotion of why doesn't make so much sense. It should have said, how? Because that expresses the question better. So that upshlags um, those, th- this particular pshad and Rashi. So I bezoi, the two questions, the original question come back. First of all, why does Rashi not like the word ish? Adam, and therefore he says, why does he use Adam and not Ish? What's the difference if you use Ish or Adam? And the second question would be, why does he first explain Kiyakriv, and only afterwards does he come back and explain, uh, ask Adam Lamanemar? Gamsar Chlavan. Also, as we brought at the beginning, why does, we said it was a good question at the beginning, why does it say the words Mikem in the Pasik? Mikem is the extra, and Rashi doesn't discuss that. It says Adam, so Adam ki Yaakov. Why does it have to say Mikem? Rashi doesn't answer that. Why? And Bez, Malkit to Rutsa Shirashi, who met the Shraba Ubatan Chuma. Ella, Shieshanuim is Elizah. So Rashi sources from these two places, but there's differences in these two sources. Umeh. The Tanchuma says that he did not, Adam did not steal from others because he was Yachidi, he was the only one in the world, so how could he have stolen from someone? There's no one to steal from. 
Medrash Rabba says everything was in his rishus, meaning is that everything belonged to him. So Abizai, he couldn't, he was not mocker from something which was stolen or taken by force because everything belonged to him. So Rashi's lashon that everything belonged to him, it implies that he's being and he's saying the same thing as a Medrash Rabba, just a little bit differently, he's saying all that is in, all everything is his, while the Medrash Rabba says that everything is in his possession, which is the same idea. But so, but what we do need to understand is why does Rashi use the word Shalai, while the Medrash Rabba uses the word Bershusai, and second of all, Rashi Why does Rashi choose the Medrash Rabbah and not use the Pshat of the Tanchuma? Habir because that what's bothering Rashi is that this parsha is the beginning of the halachas of the Karbanis. So what makes the most sense is if we're going to discuss the Karbanis, we're going to first discuss the Karbanis that you're chayv to bring. And only afterwards would you start discussing and saying, oh, if you want, you could bring it also as a nadava. Especially since a few psukim later, it says, that these kabbanis are being brought to, um, to be accepted for him, to bring an atonement. So the mashmoy says, we're talking about a kabbanis that you sh- have to bring. And that's what seems the most logical. But Rashi cannot learn that way. Rashi says there's a few issues in the psukim. And based on these diyukim in the pasuk, we have to go against what would make the most sense logically and say the Pasuk is, and this Parsha is not talking about a Chayva, rather it's talking about a carbon that you're allowed to bring from a Roshos. How, how would you learn it? So the best way, if we were able to, you would learn it like this. Adam Ki is talking about a carbon Chayva. I, why does it say the word Ki, which means if? Doesn't make sense. If means that it's voluntary. You would say it like this. No. The, this parsha is telling us the rules of bringing a carbon ayla, which, which for Yisrael is a chiv. And if a goy wants to bring it, that would be optional. So it says, Adam ki yakr mikem, Adam that has to bring, if it's a yid that has to bring this carbon, these are the rules. And it adds the word ki when, implying that there are situations when it's voluntary to include a goy, because a goy would bring a carbon ayla only as voluntary. Or a second option the Rebbe will give is that maybe could be referring to a child that did an Avera when he was still a child. And when he becomes older, he wants to get a kapar for that Avera that he did when he was younger. So you would think, okay, key, if this person, this Yid, who's a child and now he's a man, wants to bring the carbon, he would be allowed to. So therefore, uh, that would be a way of learning these psukim. So therefore, what Rashi needs to bring is, he needs to bring the word both Adam and Mikam. Because as Adam means from you. The Pasik is Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu to speak over to the Bnei Yisrael. And he says, Mikem from you. Meaning is that these rules are only applying to the Bnei Yisrael. So we know it's not referring to a guy. And it also says Adam. Because by using the word Adam and not Ish, Adam includes men. So it could be a child, it could be an adult, it doesn't matter. It's all inclusive. So this at the Pasuk used specifically the Lashon Adam and doesn't use the word Ish, because Ish means specifically a man. Ish is always above the age of 13. So why doesn't use Ish? Because we're not talking about a child that became an Ish, uh, that now he's a man and he wants to bring the carbon. We're talking about Adam. We're not getting into this whole um, idea of a child who wants to bring a carbon later. We're just talking about people in general. So this is why Rashi needs to bring 
both the words Adam and Mikem, as Adam, um, as opposed to Ish, is telling us that we're not trying to include a child who became an Ish, and the Mikem is excluding the Akum. And that would explain the first question that the Rebbe had, why, did, uh, why those words were added in the Divar Maskal, and it would also explain why the word Mikem is not extra. So Avabir calls that. Papashtus, we're beginning the Torah of Karbanis, so it makes the most sense that the Torah would start with Karbanis Cheva, that they are the essential and the most, and what's necessary, what you need to bring. Not with a Nandava. Based on this logic, So based on this logic, we should as much as possible try to push and even give a doichek to try to explain how the Pasuk is a Karbanas Chayva. And unless there's a raya, there's a proof that there's no other way of explaining the Pasuk, then we'll say it's an Adava. So basically the default of our parasha should be, it's a Chayva. Ah, you have a question here, a question there. We'll try to give a doichik. But if you mamish, you can't even give a doichik to answer, then we'll go and say that it's an adava. And that's what Rashi's attempting to do. Just by having the words ki which is if, that's not going to be a raya mechachas. Rather, you also need to have the words Adam and also the words Mikem, and having that combination, the Divermaskal, that will answer all the uh, possible ways of trying to explain that the Pasuk is a Chayven, and we Machriachas to say that it's a Karben Adava, Dibar Ha'inyan. So, Nizbarli Il, Shabshutish Shamikra in a Tire Adam Mimaitis Anachim, explained earlier that Shabshutish Shamikra Adam does not exclude a guy. But Adrabah, who Koyal Gamaisam, includes a guy. So Makavin Shechain, Har Pisfar Hanal, Sarh Lafarish the Bagonis the Kabanas Khiva Dibahini. Umash Namar Ki, which means Im Yakriv, Umidishigam Nachim Nikhulaparshus Adam Hamakriv Kabanas. Lagabehem Harainza Baturhi Vitsivoi Kim Rushusvahatar. He says the reasoning why uh, according to the Sfar that we mentioned, that we want to explain that our parasha is talking about Kabanas Khaiva. So we explain the Pasuk like this, Adam, which means any type of man, even a guy, when he wants, if he wants to bring a carbon, meaning, because there are situations where it's optional, talking about a guy, if it's a Yid, we're talking about it's a, it's a Chiv. Um, the, the, these are the rules of how to bring a carbon Therefore it says, So why does it say the word Kiyakrav? It's not telling you it's an Adava. No, it's just telling you that a guy could also be included in this uh, it is included in these rules. Lezois, that's why Lezois Matig Rashi Gam Tevis Mikam. Therefore, Rashi had to also include the word Mikam. Lahadgish to stress, she after Lafar Shakasav Gam Kabanis Nachim. Shahadik Mikam, Pirshmi Bene Israel, Veloy Min Hanachim. In Kema Shakasav Ki Yakriv, Machriach Lomer Shabgwanis Adavra Dibra Inyan. He says he adds the word Mikam because Mikam from you. Is, is telling you that you cannot explain the kaban, the Pasik that it's talking about a guy, a, 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 guy, a carbon that's brought by a guy. Because the word Michem means specifically the Bnei Yisrael. So when it says Ki, so what does that mean? Why is it if? If we're only talking about Yidin, and it can't mean a guy, why is it saying if? 
Alamai must be a Kabbalist Adaba. So that's what Mkem would say. But you still have a second choice. Adam, Dan, Yishmak, and Lamesh, Ainza, Muchach, Gamit. Still, it's not Mamish Muchach. We could still give another Daichik. Gam, Kshemadubur, Huba Kabbalist, Haboyim, Mikem, Yishlitchik, Metamanal, Shekabbalist, Chaver, Dibur, Hakasif. Ela denaki kiyak, mitnesha kosov myri gamba kabonis hoiva ke elushi ima yusin sukshal hoiva makamakim im huiv lakvim kim tali bertsine. Based on our rule, that the most logical way of explaining our parsha that it's a hoiva. So we'll try to give another deichik and say maybe our parsha is talking about a type of hoiva, which is a type of hoiva that you're not actually hive to bring it. Meaning is the carbon itself is a carbon chayva, but it's being brought by someone who doesn't need to bring this carbon chayva. What does that mean? Meaning the act of the vera. It's not the vera, that would be mechayva carbon. But the one who actually did the vera does not need to bring it. Because we're referring to a child who sinned when he was a child. And even if a child kills someone, you don't get punished. And yes, this is a deichek. We can explain the pasuk like this. That if this child that now has become an isha, has become a man, wants to bring a carbon, then he's allowed to bring a carbon, and he'll get a kapara for what he did as a child, because as we know, there are certain situations, there is a certain amount of kapar that even a child needs, uh, ish needs, to, to do for the various that he did when he was a child. So the key, you can explain it to mean, maybe it's a, it's a child who became an adult, and now he wants to bring it. According to this, why is it optional? It has to do with the age of when he did that vera, and the, the time that he's actually being a carbon, which makes it optional. In Cain, he says, if that's the point that has to do with the difference in age, He says, the Pasuk should have stressed that we're talking about that something's changed in the age. Should have stressed that, that it's an Ishki Yaakov, which would stress that when you're a child, you're not allowed to be a carbon. But when you're an Ish, if you want to bring a carbon, because it says key, Ish key, an Ish who's now a man, if he wants to bring a carbon, he would allow to. And that would fit very well. He says, but since it says Adam, which it doesn't stress at all the age, because we know Adam always refers to a man, it could be in a cotton, a child, or an adult. It's just that it's understood that when it's talking about a mitzvah, if the Pasuk's talking about a mitzvah, that a child won't be mechuyiv until he's 13. But the word itself, Adam, is not stressing that it has to be an adult. So if you want to stress that this individual is now an adult, and if he wants to bring a carbon, it should have used ish to stress that. But against our will, we have no other way of explaining all these, these words being used in the Pasuk. We must say that we're talking about 
Kabbalah Sadaba. And the word, reason why it says key is because it's optional. And this explains why Rashi also includes the word Adam. Amnon, Apiza, Muvin, Shpichdei Ladas, Shekabalas, Nedavar Dibar Inyan, Sarch Lichtayev, Sarch Lies Kosum Bechem, Shemait Esanachem Bekanam, Avakasha Adam Lamanemer. It's based on this, we understand why it says, it has to say in the Pasuk, we understand why Rashi brings both the words Mikem and Adam in the Dibar Maskal, because that's his proof. But the question is, why in the Pasuk do you have these two words? So we need Mikem, as we just explained, it's to be Mait to exclude Nachem. But the word Adam is still a question. The proof that we're not talking about a child that became an, an adult is because the Pasuk doesn't use Ish. If it wants to stress that it's, we're talking about someone that's now a man and he wants to bring a Korban, the Pasuk should have said Ish. But, or say, but it didn't. So what should it have done? It should have said nothing. Why does it have to use specifically an Adam? Just say nothing. And, and we'd also understand that. From this itself, that it doesn't use the word ish, we're obviously not talking about a child that became a man and wants to bring the carbon. But we don't understand why did, why does it have to say other? So that explains the next question. Um, what, what was what was bothering Rashi? Right? So we, we said what Lama number Adam. So we understand. The question is why does it say the word Adam? Because Adam is Miyuta. So now we're going back to what we said earlier. Uh, this let's finish off. And we can't explain that the reason why it says, um, you know, the, it's the way of the Pasuk to be Makam Adam or Ish, because in our situation, uh, it already says Mikam. We need to have the word Mikam, because as we mentioned, the Mikam excludes a guy. So once we need to have Mikam, so that has to be there. But why do we need to have Adam? We don't need to have Adam. Now it seems like it's extra. So going back to one of the, the, the second question, which was the first question on the second Rashi, um, what was bothering Rashi? So initially we wanted to bring from these other portion that it was, why does it say the word Adam? It should have used the word Ish. But now we're saying, no, 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 no. The issue is that the word Adam itself is extra. It doesn't teach us anything. It should have just said nothing. It could have just said Mikam, which excludes the Gaim. And Adam is basically an extra word. We don't need it at all. So that is what's bothering Rashi. So that's explaining why Rashi asks the question, Adam it is completely extra. So this Gimel, Rashi comes to answer that. The word Adam is coming to teach us. Just like Adam didn't steal, didn't bring from something which was stolen because everything was his, similarly you should not bring from something which was stolen. Medayik Rashi, any matik shuho yechidi be oil matamaza. So Rashi is medayik and explains like the Medish Rabba, not like the Tanchuma. Why? He says the hefesh ben halashish for Tanchuma shloi ha yegizim alcherem shuho yechidi be oil. The lashon should not be Rashi la hikriv min a gazel shall call ha yishloi. The difference between the the expression of Tanchuma that he says he didn't steal from anyone because he was the only one there. Or Rashi's, uh, or the Medrash Rabbi, which Rashi quotes, he couldn't steal because everything belonged to him, is like this. The difference is, the Tanhuma is saying he couldn't steal because there's no one to steal from. Technical issue. 
According to the second shot, that which Rashi brings, he couldn't steal because there was nothing to steal because everything belonged to him. There wasn't what to steal. So the first one, that the, the Tanchuma is stressing the who, there's nothing the, on the others, there's no one else to steal from, while the Medjish Rabbah and Rashi is stressing there was nothing the, the, on the object itself, there was nothing to steal. So, We don't find in the Torah that Adam was marker for carbon. What Rashi is trying to say is not that when Adam was Makar Vakarbin, he made sure it wasn't from something stolen, because we don't even know that he brought one. Rather, what Rashi is trying to say is we're comparing ourselves to Adam. Just like Adam Harishan did not have the possibility to bring a carbon from something which is stolen because everything belonged to him. Similarly, by us, we're not allowed to bring something, a carbon from something which was stolen. This is the Lashon Rashi, very fits very well with this. It says, he wasn't Makriv from the Gezel. Meaning, but he, but he doesn't actually say that he, he, if it would have said Hikriv, he was Makriv Shalem in Gezel. That Rashi would be saying that we know that Adam Rishon brought something. He was Hikriv, but and that when he brought this carbon, he brought it from something which wasn't stolen. But we don't even know that he brought it. Rather, Rashi says, he says in the negative, we definitely know he did not bring something uh, from, from which was stolen, because that would have been impossible, because everything belonged to him. So according to this, we can really understand the difference between the two pshat. Meaning, because according to these, the pshat, pshat shamikra, we don't even know that Adam brought a carbon. So now let's look at the two ways of the medrash, the two ways of Tanchum and Medrash Rabbah, based on this logic that we don't know that Adam brought, and the main point is that he, the comparison is that he didn't have the possibility to steal. Similarly, we can't bring a car from stealing. Let's explain the difference between the two pshat. If you're going to say, like the Tanchuma, that the reason why Adam was not Makar from Gezel, because he was the only one, and he had nobody from whom to steal. He says he didn't have that much time. This whole thing of he had nobody to steal from was basically a very short period of time. Because on the same day that Adam Arishan was created, we know Chavua was created a bit after that. And on the same day, also we had Kaim and Hevel that were born. Im came, Pasha the Dover, Shavameshach, Rev Ruban Shalnesav, Ayakam Kambane Adam, Shahaya Yachaligzal Mahan. So it comes out the 930 years that Adam reached. 930 years minus part of one day, he wasn't the only one in the world. Therefore, he was able to steal. So what are we trying to compare ourselves? To? Like we're going to try to compare ourselves to Adam who didn't, wasn't able to steal because there was nobody to steal from. That was just for a few hours, basically. But And remember, Rashi's telling us Pshat. So it's very hard on Pshat to say that the Remez is for those two hours, that, uh, or one hour even, that he was alone. Therefore, to Rashi's Kavan, again, which Rashi's Kavan is that he didn't have the possibility 
not that he brought a carbon or not. He didn't have the possibility to bring something which was from something which was stolen. You can't bring from the Yechidi Be'olim, which is the Pshara Tanchuma. It seems like a very good question on Tanchuma. Tanhuma again is a medrash. He doesn't have to explain Alpi Mikra. So he says Alpi Medrash that Adam brought a korban bepayel. We don't have a proof Mikra, but this is the tradition. This is a Tanhuma. And at that point of time, and when he was Yechidi Be'olim, he brought the korban. Why? Uh, the rabbi writes in R because he was, it was like a thank you, which makes a lot of sense. And Chuma is telling you about Hayroyis and Avedis Hashem that you should bring the korban when, um, a, a, as a thank you. The rabbi now gives us a second option. He says, even if you want to say that Apider Chabshat, we know that it's understood that Adam Rishon was Makav of Karbin. Initially, we want to say Alder Chabshat. Um, we do not know. We only know. And Rashi was just trying to say because of the possibility. Just like if Adam Rishon, just like Adam Rishon only had the capability of bringing a carbon. Um, similar, but he couldn't have done it from Gizela. Same thing by us. So even if you want to say that Alder Chabshat, it is understood that Adam Rishon uh, brought a carbon to pile. V'chei mashmik k'sas mezeh shekayim behevel hikrivi karbanas. And that makes sense because Chaim and Havel brought a carbon. How would they know? Papashtus, they knew it from their father. So the Chaira, then why is the Rebbe's question really he's asking is so why do why does Rashi choose the Pshat of the Medish Rabbah and not the Tanchuma? Say that uh, it's it, you know we talk a do hold like the Tanchuma and what the Tanchuma is referring to that time that Adam Rishon was Makar for carbon it wasn't from the Gazel because it, he actually did do it that one time that he did it he did it without Gazel but he says nonetheless nonetheless he says first of all the carbon was probably as a, a kapar for Chedei Tzadas and Chedei Tzadas happened after Chaba was there so he wouldn't have been Yechidi so when he brought that carbon again he wouldn't have been alone. So when he actually didn't bring a carbon, it wasn't when he was alone. Therefore, the pshat the medrash tanhuma wouldn't work. This is similar to noyach that he brought a carbon after the mabel because he wasn't yichidi at um, because uh, he also wanted to get look at the R forty after was because of because he did something wrong because we know the story that he drank the wine and got drunk so therefore he brought a kapar. But I'll look at R forty. But He says, even if you want to say, why did Noyach bring uh, the carbon? It was a thank you for being saved. So therefore, you can say very similarly. Maybe Adam also brought the carbon as a thank you for being created. He says, even in our situation, and that's more that would have been a thank you from being kicked out of Gan Eden uh, and nothing more happening to him. He says, especially, he says, in those few hours, that, that one hour that he was alone. 
So it makes sense in that short amount of time, he wouldn't have had time to bring the carbon because he was busy calling all the animals' names. And he came upon all the animals, and Hashem made him sleep and did the whole operation to create Chava. So to say that that short, very short period of time, that's when he brought the carbon, for Rashi prefers the Pshat of the Medrash Rabbah that he didn't bring from Gezel because everything belonged to him. And therefore, he says, since everything, everything belonged to him, even after Chava was created and also all the children were born, nonetheless, everything belonged to him for all the days, all the days of his life. Stress on all the days and not just for a short period of time. Even though we must say that there were other people uh, and they did also have their own belongings. The pastor actually says the kind of hevel they had sheep and they had other things. So we see that you know other people did own things even during the life of Adam. This is similar to children that are supported by their father's uh, table, that it's really their father's belongings. And this explains that question that we mentioned. Why does Rashi change from the Medish Rabbah? The Medish Rabbah says, Why Rashi says, Shalai. He says, The difference is when you say, Shalai means it belongs to you, but it's not necessarily in your possession. And that's what happened. Everything belonged to Noyach, but many of the items were in the possession of his children. And that's why Rashi changes it, because it wasn't in his Rishos. Even if you want to say that he did give them a complete gift and it, belonged to, it would have belonged to them, but he gave it to them, he was his kids, and he gave it to them of his own choice and his good ratzen, so he definitely wouldn't have stolen from them. Dalit. So, I mean, up to here, we basically answered all of the questions of Rashi. And the Rebbe is going to touch upon one more point uh, that's relevant. We answered why Rashi uh, puts in the words Adam and Mikem into the Divramas, because that proves that we're talking about a Nidava. We explained in the second Rashi, what's Adam, Lama Nemer, what was bothering Rashi? What was bothering Rashi was the word Adam, because the Chur, it's extra. Once we have Mikem, which is coming to exclude a guy, uh, why do you need to have the word Adam there? And we also explained why the order of the Pasik, you need to have Adam Kiyak Mikem and only afterwards Adam, because the extra word of Adam is only extra once you know what Mikem's for. Once he brought the Adam Kiyak Mikem, which teaches us that's a carbon kapar, that it's a, a carbon nadava. And Mikem is to teach you to exclude a guy, and we need Mikem specifically to exclude a guy. So then we can go back and Shaila, we have the Shaila, if Mikem is being used for Goy, then why do we have to have Adam there? That seems like it's uh, extra. And that'll, uh, then we also explain Mikem, obviously it's not extra. And the last question was, why did Rashi choose the Medjush not the Tanchuma? And the reason is because the Medjush is more according to Pshutah Shalmikra, that it wasn't just for a very short period of time, he wasn't able to be mocked with the carbon, but rather as all the days of the life, he never... 
um, had the uh, he never he never could have been mocked of something which was stolen because everything belonged to him. And he changes uh, the, the lashon of the Medrash Rabbah, uh, as we just explained. So Amnon Now we have another question. The question is, how did everything become Adam Rishon? So this isn't really a question on, on Rashi. It's, it's more uh, understanding what that means. Like, what's Pshad in Rashi? We know the rule. In order to acquire something, you need to make a Kenyan. Um, he says it's a very big doichik to say that Adam Rishon made a kinyan, meaning he made an acquisition, uh, you know, he picked it up, or, you know, or, or, or he moved something, you know, to each thing according to what the kinyan that it needs in the very short period before Chava was created. He says, this that Rashi doesn't even bother giving any explanation is because it's the answer so obvious that you don't even need to explain it. Remember, this is one of the rules of Rashi. He doesn't explain things which are very obvious. So some want to bring a proof from this uh, Rashi. He says there's a, someone will bring a proof, a halachic, a proof from this to prove in halacha that um, he says usually you need to make a kinyan in order to make something belong to you. He says that's only when there's different people, there are many people in the world. So by making the kinyan, that shows that it belongs to you. But he says when there's nobody else in the world and you're the only one, then you don't need to make a kinyan to show that it's belonged to you, rather it automatically belongs to you. Um, he says this would be understood explaining how, how you explain the, what the get what hafker is. So there's two ways of explaining hafker. One way of explaining hafker is that when I say this is ownerless, I'm basically saying it doesn't have any owners. Whoever wants to take it, come take it. It doesn't belong to anyone. A second way is that when you make it ownerless, you're just saying it's not mine, but rather I'm giving it to the whole world. Whoever wants it in the world can come and take it. So the difference is the first way when you're just saying it's ownerless, you're basically saying it doesn't belong to anybody. So the person takes it, has to make a Kenyan take it. The second way is that you're saying it belongs, doesn't belong to you, rather it belongs to the whole world. And then one person takes it, then he's designating it specifically for himself. So it's shayach to every single individual. And when the person makes the Kenyan, that makes it shaykh specifically to him. So according to this, Therefore, the purpose of making Kenyan by something which is hafker is only to remove the schus of everybody else and make it shaykh only to you. So in a situation when there is nobody else, so therefore you don't need to make a Kenyan because it's automatically going to belong to you. So the Zalbazach would be by, by other Mauritian. When he was created, everything was hafker. It means it's shaykh to everybody, but he was the only one there. So automatically, it's only shaykh to him, and there's no purpose or point of making a kinyan to remove the schus of everybody else because there's no one else there. You're the only one that has that schus. So that's one way of explaining Rashi. He says, first of all, according to Allah, it's a sarkin gadol. It's not so clear. 
And it's definitely not so Pashat that Rashi, uh, it's not so Pashat. So we don't even know if this is correct. But either way, this is a very big Chiddush. That Hefker means, that it belongs to everybody, that's a big Chiddush. Um, and Rashi would need to explain it. And just to clarify, when I say it belongs to everybody, it doesn't mean literally it belongs to everybody like a partnership, but rather, as the Rebbe said earlier, it means everybody has a certain shaykhus, has a certain schus in it, a certain uh, uh, merit, a certain uh, ability, has the ability to acquire and take possession. Not that they actually own it like in a way of a partnership. So what is the Pshad and Rashi? Again, it has to be very, very Pashat that he doesn't need to explain. So even a king, even if he's a Goyesh king, when he conquers a country in war, he acquires it with all the rivers and all the forests. He does everything. All the land, all the rivers, the forests, belongs to the king, whether it's his own country, he could have become the king because they appointed him, or he got it as he took over his parent, his father, whether he conquered another country, automatically when the king owns everything in his country. So, so Adam Rishon, he was the only, he was the Echidi, he was the only one there. So automatically he ruled over everything. So everything was, Nichmash was put under his control. It's similar to a king that conquers a country, that everything comes under his rulership and becomes him. Especially the animals, and that's what the main emphasis of Rashi over here is just like he couldn't steal anything. Uh, the main emphasis, of course, he couldn't steal any animals. Uh, to bring a carbon with a stolen one. That says Klar that everything, as Rashi explained, that all the animals were put under his control. He says the idea of acquiring something through uh, conquering another country, that's Pshut Shamikra. As we see clear, that this is Rashi's opinion. It says, do not harass Mayav. But certain places they were allowed to take. Well, how were they allowed to take it if it belonged originally or initially to Mayav? So Rashi explains, He says, those places that used to belong to Mayav and that the Yidin conquered, it's because Sichon took it for them and through him taking it from them, it now is, belongs to Sichon. And through that, it made it pure for the Yidin or permitted for the Yidin to take it. Meaning is that through Sichon conquering it, it became his, and it was permitted for the Yidin to take it. And this, that Rashi over there, doesn't explain this idea, that through conquering it, it becomes him. He just says it in Pashtus, that, oh, he conquered it, so therefore, they were allowed to have it. So it's understood that that's not a Chiddush. That's something which is understood by Pashtus, which you don't need to even explain. And the only Chiddush over there was that this was what this happened with Mayav. That the reason they were allowed to take it, because Sichon did it, conquered it, and therefore they're allowed to keep it. But the Etzim idea is very understood. So, so going back to our situation, when we said everything belonged to Adam, hi, how did it all belong to Adam? 
Um, Rashi doesn't even need to explain it because since Adam had the gather of a king, therefore automatically we all would have belonged to him. And you can look at our R53 for more details about this idea.